Hello and welcome to the HP Source podcast, where Halla and Priscilla huddle and hack to solve life's everyday problems. Welcome to the HP Source podcast, where we huddle and hack to solve life's everyday problems. My name is Hala and, and this is... I'm Priscilla. And welcome to our first episode of HP Source. Yeah, our first ever one. This is exciting. Oh, I am so excited. It's actually a really good time to um, start a pe- an episode of, of HP Source because we're both about to restart our careers and we're going into new capacities. Yep, this is uh, that fork in the road where we finally go the other way, isn't it? So... And the, the things that I think we first talked about initially when you and I decided that we're going to be starting around the same time in how the planets have aligned mm. is the building of a new structure and a plan to our day because mm-hmm. we're not going to have the luxury of sitting at home Monday yeah. to Friday. Yeah, we're planning not going to have meals. that whole day to prepare everything for when the family get back home. So it's going to be a bit of a juggling act, Tala. Um and for those of you that are joining us on this first podcast, um, Halla and I are both parents and we are going back to our old careers, sort of. Halla, what, what do you want to... We are. What, explain really what you're going back into. Well, I, I am a pharmacist by profession as you, Priscilla, know, but many mm. of our listeners may not know. Mm. And um, it's a career that I've enjoyed for, mm. for many years. I will not mention how many. <laughs> but I've enjoyed it in a, in a particular capacity where I was uh, on my own. Mm-hmm. I wasn't a parent. I had... A, the structure to my day was really the nine-to-seven job that I had, all mm. the uh, workshops and all the training and seminars that I used to run and so on. Then I took a step back to have the mm. kids, as you know, and now I'm going back to being a pharmacist, but I'm, but in a different setting. So mm-hmm. I've normally worked in community pharmacy settings mm-hmm. or hospital transitioning patients from hospital into community. And now I'm going in as an NHS 111 pharmacist. Mm-hmm. So I'll be a clinical uh, advisor to some of the um, call handlers mm-hmm. and I'll be over seeing all the calls that come mm-hmm. through that need pharmacist input. Mm. Exciting. So how how do you feel about this new venture, going back in? And how old are the girls, firstly? Why don't we tell everyone? My girls are seven and nine. Mm. So I've done my bit. Yeah. Getting them you through. You've served this, your time. <laughs> so they're, they're, they're actually happy. It's a strong happy. age for them, yeah. for you to go back. They're uh, happy as well. enough. Yes. And... Uh, Shall we also tell our listeners that our kids go to the same school? They do, they do. That's how we met. So they'll be going into the breakfast club and after school care together. So we're particularly lucky because, um, well, God knows how, but we're both going back into our careers at the same time. Our kids are around the same age. Mine are about to be in January. uh, Oh, my God, I forgot for a second, but eight (laughs) Eight and uh, six. six, I can't believe it. And um, yeah, so they'll they'll be with each other during the breakfast club and the after school club. Sorry, excuse the biscuit munch. So tell yeah. us about you going back into so your career. So I'm, uh, as you know, I worked in the Met and I um, was an investigator in the child abuse section. 
And as strange as it sounds, it was a job I really enjoyed doing. It brought me a lot of meaning and purpose. But when I left, my girls were aged one and three um, because the juggling act was difficult, especially because my husband had just started his own business and it was starting to do well and he was traveling a lot. And I just, I couldn't even get somebody to help me with the kids like a nanny because I, well, A, it was very expensive at the time and um, and I never knew what time I'd be home um, because a new case would come in and I'd be stuck at work. So now I'm going back into that, into investigating complex crimes, but this time it's, it offers me more flexibility because I'm only doing nine to five, Monday to Wednesday, it's through an external agency for the Met. So I'm really excited, but I guess my biggest worry is how am I going to keep things in the current flow? You know, the girl, getting the girls to school, dealing with life admin, planning the birthday parties they get invited to and all that thing, those things that eat into yeah. your mind space and what you have to organise, but also uh, dealing with work and working at my best and most productive when I'm there. Mm. And also, we're both trying to... Well, we're both running our own personal businesses That's as true. well on That's the side, true. so... But do you think that actually stems from the fact that we've had a, a certain level of complacency because we've had Monday to Friday to really sit and, you know, do some navel-gazing and think, oh, well, I'll, I'll, I'll plan the meals on Wednesday for the yeah. rest of the week and so on. So it might just actually really, we might end up being more productive, having to squeeze all our duties into two days a week rather than five days a week. Do you think complacency played a big part um, um, in us maybe having that I luxury? Think, yeah, of being... I think so. I think, you know that saying, if you want something done, ask a busy person. Yes. I think that is so true. <laughs> and it's funny, before when I was... Um, when I was uh, doing my old job when I was um, investigating. I also had a nursery that I was trying, I was setting up at the time, a nursery business. The girls were one and three. I had a million things to do, but I, I just got things done quicker. And I guess the because momentum. I knew, yeah, there was a momentum there. I knew my time was limited. And I when I had an hour, I had to use it really productively. Since I've been out of work for three, four years, um, I feel like I'll have time to do that. And things just get pushed aside, pushed aside until at the last minute I've got all these things that I'm trying to catch up on. So the one main thing I want to do is prioritise my time yeah. well and plan I so. ahead. I think that's what will really help for both of us when we go back to work to plan ahead little things to like what meals can I put in the freezer so yeah. that when I come from work and I'm tired mentally and physically I can just pull it out and have yeah. something sorted so that I can then give the girls that one-to-one -one attention they need. I, th I actually think now that you've said it this way I'm I am more inclined to think that if we're going on this journey together, and I'm sure there'll be lots of people out there who might be listening to us, mm. who will embark on a similar journey. Mm -hmm. And one thing that I would find really useful is, for instance, if I throw you a recipe that I did that day that mm -hmm. I think really, really worked, and I batch cooked something, or I found a website for the girls to go on while I am cooking, for instance, mm -hmm. on the day that I'm at home in the evening, mm -hmm. I come in and spend a bit of quality time with them. And I'm sure 
the time we spend with them now is going to be even more quality. Yeah, because it's 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 squeezed into yeah, it's Um, squeezed into a, a you know fewer days now mm. rather than it's Monday to Friday it's squeezed into you know two or three days a week so now mm. you'll be able to see things a lot clearer so while I'm cooking something for instance and if it was a real hit I might actually throw throw something you know a link or say to you look this is what I found and this is what I cooked I made the bolognese and guess what I actually grated some carrots into it and some oh, beetroot yeah, and, then, and then I'll you know so you do your bolognese and then if you add something else to it so this is the whole concept, I guess, that we were trying to think about when we first thought about HP Source, mm-hmm. is how we can, you know, huddle together and hack through these Some really these simple little, yeah. things that we may assume, because I know it, someone else would probably know it, but that's not the truth, is it? As we found yeah. out over and the years. Always, it's always these little things yeah. that undo all the big plans, yeah. you know. Yeah. It's like... When things come apart, all it takes is one loose screw. And I think just the preparing those minor details can really save you in the long run. Mm, That's Um, true. When I think as well about what we're about to go into, leaving the full-time mothering role and and going into this whole other working role as well, adding this new part back into our identity, you know, I'm not just Mm. a full-time mum, I also work, I have a career, I'm my own person outside right. home um, is how a lot of other women might feel going back to work that imposter syndrome thing as well yeah, you know that's... that worry about am I going to be as good as I used to be I know in my field I think am I going to remember all the laws and am I going to be as on point yeah you know and that's such if... a major part that sometimes mm-hmm. we think that we we're alone in thinking this but it's so far, unless you are totally a person who's far removed from reality, mm-hmm. this creeps in into everyone's mm-hmm. um, sort of thinking and everyone's mm-hmm. life. And, appa- and apparently, there was a TED talk I listened to, apparently this is something that propels people who are really, really uh, focused and determined to, you know, to do well. The imposter syndrome is what propels them Mm -hmm. because they just think, well, you know what, if I'm not good enough, then I won't get noticed. So let me just go anyway and do that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So they sort of like turn it on its head and Mm -hmm. thinking if I'm not meant to be here, I'm not supposed to be here, no one will notice me. So I'll be there. And by sheer, the dint of them just being there Mm -hmm. and taking part in something, that's actually what propels them to the next step. So we need to think we're not alone. Definitely. I went to a, a coaching convention recently because the my side business, as you know, is I'm a coach. Um, and there was a speaker there and he made a really good point and he asked people, what's your biggest fear as a coach? And uh, so I volunteered mine and I said, it's my biggest fear is that a client would say to me, um, this coaching process hasn't helped me. You know, I didn't find it useful. And he said to me, because that is your fear, it's probably what's least likely to happen because you will overcompensate for that fear. And he was absolutely right because because that is my fear. I am always so uh, 
keen to find ways I can help them further. I do extra research on what's just come out in positive psychology. I gather extra data. I speak with other coaches. I get coaching supervision because I really want to avoid that fear. I've seen your follow-up notes, by the way. Yeah, I know. Um, I've seen her follow-up notes, y'all, and it's brilliant. <laughs> um, <laughs> so she, she will definitely not fall into that trap. But thank but you, but that was really such good... a key point, and I, it really stayed with me. And he did it to other people that volunteered their fears, and it was the same every time. He, was, he kept saying, if that's your fear, that's what's least likely to happen because you will want to avoid that. So I guess if we suffer from imposter syndrome, we can take some comfort in that. You know, that's if, true. Um, and yeah, so that's what I'll be reflecting on those few days before work when I'm sure I'll start to feel nervous. Because right now I feel like I've got this and I'll be good. But who knows what happens three days before you're meant to start and you're putting on your suit or pre- prepping what to wear. <laughs> well, I... Uh, sorry, why am I the only one eating the biscuits? I've here? had mine. I've had all of mine, that's fine. Oh. But I, I was also, um, when you said about the imposter syndrome and so on, I was thinking more about, you know, because we are embarking on something that is, it's not new to us. So we have to remember that this is something that's not new to us. Mm. Things may have developed while we've been out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I also like to believe that because of the years that we've built, mm-hmm. you know, um, working in that environment and knowing about it and so on, there are some basics, a bit like riding a bike, there are some basics that, we will have and we will know that the newbies may not actually have mastered mm. because we've, we've done it through sheer number there, of years. Done that, got the t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> but the sheer number of years of experience mm. by being there, mm-hmm. we've actually been physically present. We didn't read about it. We didn't hear about it from mm. someone else. We did it. We mm. went through it and got to the other side. And I always think about these things when I first used to go into um, a new environment if I was going into a, a particularly new hospital, for instance, to do some kind of research with, with um, others. I remember my, my dad used to say to us, and it, apparently it's a Muhammad Ali um, quote, say, quote mm. um, it's not the mountain that beats you. It's the pebble in your shoe. I love that quote. And actually, you were the first person to say that quote to me. And that I thought it was so, a really good one. That is and that's so profound. That's basically like what we just said earlier yeah. about, you know, tightening up those loose ends. Yeah. And like, I guess a, if we was to summarize what we really want from this episode is to find what is it that we can uh, take control of, yeah. that we can um, do and prepare to avoid those potential obstacles yeah. that are going to pop up on the road so that this transition from full-time mother to working mother is as smooth and stress-free yeah. as possible right? or seamless like I like to seamless, say your seamless your favorite word that's my um, favorite word streamlined seamless those are my you'll be hearing a lot more of that um, yeah. over the next few episodes where I'm, I'm I'm all about seamless seamless care seamless advice and so on but what you are saying now is how are we going to prepare together mm. and actually call on other resources that we already have. Mm. Resource mm. number one that we have is that we're very lucky. We belong to a school that provides breakfast club mm-hmm. and after school care. Definitely. So that's point one. So that's, that's a resource prepare, that we must not... Prepare the... Uh, childcare. The childcare, exactly. Right. Right. Get those in place. One thing I've learned from experience... It's all good to have family members that can help. Um, but 
if it's when you use family members and friends there not that there's a more chance that they will um you know pull out or fail you but it's it's just not as um inbuilt is it yeah. as something you're paying for yeah. and it's there and it's extra admin by the way because every week if you're working say monday to wednesday every week on a monday whoever the person is you'll have to check you have to check on them are you well still okay is anything for today? popped up do you yeah. have to go fix your car today that you can't look after the girls or pick them up i'm a bit passive i'm a bit more passive aggressive <laughs> than you are you know me yeah. i'd be sending a message saying looking forward to you looking after my kids this week <laughs> yeah, because exactly. what i can do is always rely on you to yeah. come through for You're me that one person. i am one passive aggressive <laughs> when so, it comes to yeah. things like that so when you've got that, that's a resource that we must that's never, true. ever um, underestimate. Mm-hmm. The other thing that is worth mentioning, and I think this will go out to the people who they know who they are when they mm. listen to this one day. Mm. They know who they are. We have a very, very good, solid um, base of parents that we've made, connections mm-hmm. that we've made through the school. So let's say, God forbid, I'm coming back from work and I'm not going to be able to get there for six o'clock. I think I know one or two people that I can call on and say to them. And And we've really lucked out. That's another resource that we must know. That's a resource I would say to our listeners too. If you are um, a parent that's going back to work, make use of the the people around you who are potentially in the same boat. Create a WhatsApp group. Find out, you know, who's working on one day that you're not or who finishes an hour or two earlier when yeah. you don't. And, and offer so to reciprocate can, yes, another day when you know, you're off. That old saying, it takes a village to raise yeah. a child, yeah. it's still, it's still, you know, applicable to our current society That's and true. things now. That's we don't have to be an island. Yeah. And it's very, very likely that, you know, it's easier for us to assume that other people are busy. Mm. And we won't call on them. But I just remember this and it's worth mentioning a few weeks ago when I think I was feeling unwell on a Wednesday or mm. something and I was home sleeping mm-hmm. and somebody else was supposed to pick up the girls, but they were running late. Mm. Suddenly I woke up from my afternoon nap mm. and I found about seven missed calls from you and a couple well, of other parents. And, and two other mums yeah, at the school. Saying, yeah, shall I pick up the girls? Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, it's true. And that's just that's not to be sniffed at. Yeah, resource so. number three, make, make use of the people around you. That's very true. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other thing that I really would like to mention to you and I've designed my own Mm -hmm. but I'm sure you're gonna just you know blow it all out of the water when you come up with yours and then we can share it's fine I share yours (laughs) (laughs) is to try and sort of streamline Mm. digitize and and try and have a lot of um simpler approaches to finding for instance you know um, the time that we are spending with our kids, resources from from school, you know, things that the school will send us, for instance, and and we want to there's a there's an event coming up at school. You want to make it easier for yourself and for the kids, you know, mm-hmm. to remember that. Also, on this day, they have to go in. It's international day. It's this day. It's that day. And I visited a another mum um, from our school yesterday, but she's lucky enough to have a big massive wall as you enter the house and what they've done is they've taken the 2020 calendar mm-hmm. and they've they've um, taken out all the pages and laid them all out wow. on the wall and wow. they've written out everyone's birthday everyone so That's they're not relying to yes. the max 
And it, I like it, it just made me think what a nice, simple step to to remember things. And so they've put birthdays. And, you know, we all use calendars. Yeah, that's such a good point. Because Isn't these it? are often things that we save and do at work. Yeah. You know, why is it at work in the office, you've got the whole office calendar, everyone's so organised. We and we never think we never think to about. bring this into the home. Yeah, yeah. where where anyone that has a family to look after knows that that's a whole other job in itself. Yeah. Sometimes even more stressful. I'll tell you, uh, and not very well kept secret, but when I was working, um, the first time going to work felt like my time off because yes, I yeah. knew what was happening there. You know, this day I'm doing this that person's dealing with this case i'm doing this things were streamlined that's your effort work must my work and, um, but often it yeah this why is don't the we downfall bring that into the house yeah. definitely if, often that's the downfall of and i've spoken to many a mum, a new mum, mm. whether it was around the time i became a mum or through work mm. and one of the things that i've really struggled with if somebody had asked me um in december 2010 mm. when when my daughter was four months old what the thing that was really, you know, sort of making me weep into my breakfast in the morning mm. is the lack of structure to my day. Yes. And to this day, when I say those words, yeah. it conjures up mm-hmm. a lot of emotions in me because mm-hmm. I was that structured girl mm-hmm. who had people, you know, coming in and sort of, you know, you either had people laughing at how structured you, know, structured you are or you had people bringing other people in to learn from you mm, and how mm. to run, you know, mm-hmm. a busy dispensary or so on, or to run a training seminar. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and that's something that we need to just remember and bring back. Definitely. We need to bring this and, back now. And, you know, you'll have people that say, yeah, I get it, structure, but I, you know, I'm spontaneous. I like to go with the flow. But I tell you something I've learned. When you have structure, you have more room for spontaneity. Mm. Because if I know that on this day and this day I have to do this, then I can be spontaneous about other things, mm. you know, and when I want to do it. Um, mm. So, But there's no spontaneity about getting your kid to school at 8 no, o'clock. So no. You can't be spontaneous you about that. You either do it or you don't, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, um, you know, it's a black and white thing. There's no spontaneity. There's some things that are not spontaneity friendly. Yeah. And yeah. so, and those are the things that need to be organised. You don't have to be spontaneous between 7 a.m. and 9 p.m. on a Sunday morning. But if you've got everything organised, yeah. it saves you so much time, so much stress, so much mind space that you yeah. think, you know what, I've done all of that. I've prepped all the, I've frozen all the meals for Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I did it all on Sunday. So guess what? Now I can go to the gym. I can meet yeah, up with some yeah. of my girls. I can do this. I can do that. Whatever. But it is really about mm. automating those those tasks. And I'm, 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 I started, I mean, I've toyed with so many different systems, mm. but I've started this one that has, gives me a space. I've designed it for myself mm-hmm. just so that it's, you know, it's self-imposed, mm. um, you know, uh, organization for me. So my three most important tasks, because now that I'm doing this, I'll have fewer days on which to, you know, carry on with my, with my startup business, mm-hmm. which we will both talk about ours, you know, um, in coming episode, episode. <laughs> yeah. but um, every week when I'm when I am working on my project, I need to have three important tasks that I'm going to do. You know, come rain or shine, whatever. Mm-hmm. Even if I have to, your weekly stay up, tasks. My, yes, yeah. and then I've I've named another section 
actions closer to goals. Mm-hmm. And I've done my own goals for this year mm-hmm. based on, and I, I'd rather call them goals than resolutions, but they're based on my personality. And for the first time in a long time, I've realised why some of my goal setting has been a little bit, you know, flaky because it's not based or aligned to the type of personality that I have. Mm-hmm. They definitely so have to, to align to your values. They do, yeah. they do. Yeah. Um, and it can't just be a generic goal. It has to be specific. It has to be super specific to the point of being painful mm. um, in detail. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and that will just make me realise that once, once I've done this, this week, once I've done all those things, mm-hmm. then I have room for spontaneity and I'm calling it a back burner like mm. I told you earlier. Um, and that's when I'd like to do this. I'd like to go to Somerset House to see um, Ginger City, which is this event that's done around Christmas every year and so mm. on. These are the types of things. and I. That's for gingerbread and not ginger people. <laughs> no. No, ginger city, <laughs> gingerbread city. Although either one would be good. But either yeah. one would be fine. And, and it's actually some of those things that, that make me think. Once, once I've done those things, the type of personality and I, that I am, I'll, um, I'll then have, I'll have, I'll then be that, that other person who's relaxed yeah, and can be, be that person flexible that. and spontaneous and, thing, and give right? my kids the best to, of me. It, that's just yeah. it. It allows you to be present. Yes. When yeah. all these things are set in place, yeah. your mind's not thinking, oh my God, I haven't pulled the washing out the washing machine yes. and it's not going to have time to dry by tomorrow and I haven't bought extra bread for their packed lunches this week. You know? Yeah. And um, those are the things that um, two weeks ago, I think I told you when the girls had their show... And I just had one thing on my mind, which is to go and buy them knee-high socks for the show Mm -hmm. because they were doing cheerleaders. Because I didn't put that down on my list, I kept thinking, okay, I'll remember everything. That's that's minor white socks. I just Mm -hmm. go to you know one of the uh, shops um, and get it. And that's the one thing I forgot that week to do. So they had to go in in their school socks. Luckily, they were long enough. But that's beside the point. So once you've put it down on paper. You're committed, you committed it to paper, you committed to doing it, and that way, you know, you, you're free, you're actually free, you've freed up so much space in your brain to, um, mm-hmm. to, um, to be present, like you said. I've really enjoyed talking to you about this, actually. It has been it's fun, it's it a has great, been fun. It's a great way of um, um, starting the new year, and... Um, so all that remains is to say Merry Christmas to all our listeners. Yep. And Happy New Year. Happy New Year. And welcome to the podcast of 2020. And we hope you can join us in the first or second week of January. Bye. Hello and welcome to the HP Source podcast where Halla and Priscilla huddle and hack to solve life's everyday problems.